Hello and welcome to another episode of The Brave Room. With me today, we have the usual, Kit. Hello, the usual. Yeah, the usual. And as always, I am Juan, from Game Breaks. And don't forget, you know, when this episode hits 2,000 plays, I'll be forced to take one of your suggestions. Leave a comment down below, square brackets, serious suggestions. Now, obviously, we are still in the middle of a world-ending event. Yeah, there's so much merch coming out, and the salary doesn't cover everything. And I, also, got usual gacha games. Yeah, I'm, I don't know why you brought that up. I, I was talking about the fact that we still can't go out. Well, I mean, you know, when you don't get your wife or husband, though the world ends, you know. Fair enough, I guess. I I don't know. One, I don't know when this episode comes out, and two, even then, I don't know if if the world-ending event had, would have ended yet. What I'm saying is I miss parties, I miss going out, I miss socializing with people, and that's why we're doing today's topic, which is party games. Yay, party games. Though, actually, this would be more of presumably one's ballpark because my idea of party games is raiding in MMORPGs. And you know what MMORPG you can raid for free? That's right, Final Fantasy XIV, which goes up to heaven's word. It goes up to heaven's word? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Final Fantasy XIV, free trial goes up to level 60 in heaven's word. And I have only barely scraped level 5 because there is so much and I have no energy for it. But you know, you can still raid and party it. Yeah, you can be a cat boy. Hey, uh, Square Enix, sponsor us. Please. Look, look how good we showed your MMO. <laughs> Think of what we could do for the bad games. Oh god, please. Shout out to Balan Wonderworld for no reason at all. No reason at all that I'm bringing up that Square Enix title in, in this bit. Yes, definitely. No reason at all. So party games. I feel like party games have changed. How so? Well, the fact that we that more people are talking about party games nowadays, like... Okay, so for for context, I freaking hate Uno. Oh? Uno makes me want to unalive myself. So every single time, no one wants to play Uno, but they will if someone brings a deck. It's just the preferred alternative to sitting in awkward silence because you realize you don't actually have anything in common with the people <laughs> around you. It's always the specific type of person who brings it to. I don't know what the nice way to describe them is, but the reason I hate Uno is that it reminds me of shitty school trips. Hmm. And then there's always the one friend who's like, I brought Uno! And you play it on the bus. And people try, there's always that one person who takes Uno way too seriously. And meanwhile, like, because one of those games like, it's fun if you take it seriously, I guess. I've never taken it seriously in my life. And then uh, there's something because you know if you don't say uno, yeah. You know you have to you have to draw, you have to draw cards. And there's always that one jackass who thinks they're being clever by calling you out as soon as possible like <laughs> you didn't you didn't you did say it. You didn't say it. Draw, 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 draw. And you're just like what what the hell dude? Chill out. Don't worry, one day someone's gonna touch you in your special area. I'm just thinking of the Uno game of darkness. Uh, 
voice actor fans would probably recognize that because of Hanai Natsuki <laughs> and with some people who have voluntarily subbed some of those videos. Yeah, th those are pretty fun, you know? Okay, no. Watching famous people play Uno, that shit's best. <laughs> Shout out to Achievement Hunters Uno the movie, which was a three hour long let's play of Uno. How do you play Uno for three hours? One, be bad at it. Two, play with the special rules where seven swaps your hands and. Oh dear god. The, yeah, yeah. So that's, to me, that's funny. Like watching people suffer from Uno is funny. Being the one at the table is uh, absolute suffering. I actually like playing Uno. <laughs> I have an explanation for this. I will, I will get there. Okay. We'll, we'll get to why I think that is. Now, don't worry, we're not here just to talk, talk shit about Uno, don't worry. There are actual party games I want to talk about. What Naturally, one of the most top tier party games is the Jackbox Party Pack, right? Yeah. Why is that game such a 50-50 split? Like, games of Jackbox always start really fun and then devolve into like brain-blowing levels of suffering. <laughs> not even the fun kinds of suffering, mind you. I'm gonna do a reenactment of every Jackbox session from now until the end of time. Hey guys, do you want to play the new Jackbox game? Yeah, no, let's, let's try out Quiplash. Yeah, Quiplash is a lot of fun. Haha, <laughs> Quiplash is so much fun. Guys, let's try No, let's try out the other game. Okay, let's let's try this game. And then this and then this game is like you have to raise one foot while bidding your while bidding for art in a fish market and something and the rules are just too complex and no one understands but then there's some other guy whose mom made one of the jackbox games or something and it's just like, no but we have to try this one next <laughs> and by then you're sitting there with your phone wishing for the sweet release of death <laughs> seriously though play freaking quiplash or drawful those are like the two fun ones yeah i played a uh, drawful with uh, some of my friends before and said, Oh, we discovered that you could only use one color. So, that, oh dear, what? Okay, do you understand what I'm drawing? But I guess it's okay. This is the point of it anyway. There's also like Fibbage, which is really, really good. Well, Fibbage is like the original Jackbox game. That one is presumably the words one. Yeah, it is literally like Drawful is just Fibbage with drawings added on top of it. Uh. So you can come up with fake answers and stuff. Here's the thing. If you are trying to win a Jackbox game, you probably have a deck of Uno cards in your, <laughs> in your backpack and you're secretly waiting for everyone to stop playing Jackbox so you can play Uno instead. Because those games are fun if you are not trying to win. My favorite thing in Drawful especially is to use it to roast other people. Mm -hmm. So they'll say like, you know, your prompt will be something like, a pig! And then you clearly draw someone who's in the room. <laughs> but you know, again, that your, your party depends on that. Because you're gonna have that one girl who was bullied all her life for looking like a pig. Then, you know, the last thing you want to do is draw someone as a pig and... <laughs> oh yeah. And, but yeah, no, that's... That's the Jackbox experience. There, there are some fun ones though. There's that one where you have to make a product and then sell it. Like you have to do a presentation. Oh, I think I've heard of that, like Snake All or something. No, no, that's a board game. This, oh. is, this is one of the one of the Jackbox games. Ah. 
those are, yeah, that, that game is really good as well. But yeah, that's fun. But the problem with that is, and this is a lesson you will learn if you've played as many party games as I have, is that people suck. Like, not everyone has the skills to talk about random bullshit. And if you ask these people to vamp, then you are in for, like, an unfun level of suffering. <laughs> I think the worst ones are the ones who, they'll think they're funny. And I know this is rich coming from, you know, coming from a guy who started his own podcast. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's the ones who think they're funny are like, that's when it gets the most unbearable. Because they'll be like, SLUR! <laughs> and you're just like, oh god, no, please. Not like this. No, no, no gamer words here, please. <laughs> like, I think that's the weirdest thing, because the thing about party games, right, is they have to be relatively easy to get into. Like, I don't consider Among Us a particularly good party game either. And it's one of those things which is weird because it's such a great party game, because, you know, you can play it with, like, how many people. So that's, it's the perfect thing for a party game, but... And then you can give each other trust issues afterwards. Yeah, no, because I've played some terrible games of Among Us where just like, everyone's just kind of quiet, no one's calling each other out and stuff. And that game does have like, it has a skill barrier, that's the problem. How do I do this task? I can't, I can't do this task. I don't understand what's going on. You know? And those, those are the players who are going to get killed first three, three rounds in a row or accidentally out themselves as imposter at the moment. I think Among Us just needs to be played on Discord. I don't think you can play it if you're in person. I mean, the one time you played Among Us in the office, I was like, oh, when I got murderized and then nobody actually picked up on that, which was really super tragic, you know? Yeah, that's, that's the thing. You can't play it in person because you have to be quiet for Among Us. That's the problem. It's counterintuitive to the party dynamic. And if you, like, and this is just like if you're a group of friends, if you're at an actual party, why are you playing Among Us? Some dude bro is gonna come in and be like, oh, hey man! And that's, that's it, that's your game over. He's gonna accidentally call out the imposter on the plus side though. Always deploy a dude bro if you're to check. See, <laughs> so Among Us is one of those where like, if you try to win, that's actually when the game is at its most fun. If you're the imposter. I haven't played the imposter before, I always got killed first, so I'm like, okay, this is my lot in life now. My crew members always want to play Among Us, but I'm also like, I am too tired after work, I'm sorry guys. Yeah, oh, do you, do you ever get the streamer wannabes as well? Again, rich from a guy who started his own podcast, but <laughs> there's always that, that one guy who's like, he really just wants to reenact being his favourite streamer, so... He's always just like, whoa, whoa, and I think because uh, most of us are at least 21 and above, so none of us do that. You have to be 25 and above. 21 are the targets who, who, do the, who do that stuff. Because I think most of us are working, so yeah, that's, that's the thing. We are too tired to really do shit like that. Now, contrary to popular belief, I think Mario Party is another terrible party game. Well... Since I haven't personally played Mario Party before, what I do know is that the roles are often rigged. Yeah, it's not just that. It's it's just the fact that, again, there is a barrier to entry. It's like, what? No, no, no. You, you collect the stars you see and the stars turn into coins and the coins turn into points. and blah, blah, blah. But all of that doesn't matter because it only matters how many points you get in the last turn because you're probably going to lose them all anyways. 
Yeah. Now, here's the thing. I might just be a bitter old man because my ideal party game is fighting games. But I have been informed by many, many people that that's not always true. <laughs> and also, that sometimes no one wants to learn how to do a corner combo. <laughs> also, when you say skill barrier, yeah, fighting yeah, games. exactly. Fighting games would be the one thing with a skill barrier. Okay, so Smash Brothers is the exception to this, though. Because Smash Brothers is fairly simple, and just turn on items, and they'll make it so the skill barrier is nowhere, like not at all required anymore. And my favorite thing is the person who slowly learns Smash Brothers while you're playing the game. Those people are the best because they start getting more and more salty as the game goes on. They'll realize like, oh no, like you're doing this. Like this isn't a fluke. You're intentionally doing this to keep winning and then they'll start figuring stuff that's just the best. I'm just thinking like traditional board games like Game of Life, that sort of thing. Those, those often get brought out in parties as well. Traditional board games. Here's the problem with traditional board games is it reminds me too much of high school. Ah, uh, yeah. At the end of the year. Yeah, end of, end of the year, no more exams, you're bringing in the board games. Yeah. And it's like, they can be fun for a while, I guess. But, you know, eventually you're an adult and you're just like, holy shit, I'm still here, like, with the fucking Parker brothers <laughs> playing Cluedo or whatever. Actually, no, I'm not going to talk shit about Cluedo. Cluedo's the best. But Game of Life is another one where that game is designed to be long. And... The entire gimmick of Game of Life is, oh my god, you got married. <laughs> oh, you, you, this card says you had three kids. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I, I've just realized I'm cheating on every single party game I bring up here. You know what's another terrible party game? Yeah. And I hope this podcast gets a lot of rage clicks for me saying this. Because Cards Against Humanity is one of the worst party games I've ever played. Ah, yes, Cards Against Humanity. I wonder if they've gotten into NFT yet. <laughs> Cards Against Humanity is just... Total Biscuit called it a humor transplant. Guys, I'm so funny because this card... This, this card says, says something offensive on it, so I played the card. Guys, I'm so funny! Guys, I have a dark sense of humor. I'm like, of course you do. All five of those cards said something terrible. <laughs> That's why you play the fanmate packs. But the fanmate packs are even worse because just like, guys, this is Game Grumps on it. Here's an in-joke that only five people in the group are gonna understand. I mean, if you're gonna play that fan pack, chances are that in-group will understand. Yeah, you, you haven't played enough shitty rooms of Cards Against Humanity where it's one person who want, who wanted the fan pack and then no one else gets the reference. Yeah, because whenever I play Cards Against Humanity, it's always with the friends who have similar interests, so yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, okay, fine, fine, fine. Okay, I'm gonna talk about a party game that I like. Okay. Secret Hitler is legitimately fun. Oh, is that the spin-off of Werewolf or something? It's a werewolf type game, yeah. So it's like you have two teams, one one of them are fascists and one of them aren't. Mm-hmm. So the fascists know who, who the others are. Alright. And then every turn, you vote on a bill. And then if the bill passes, you flip it open. Surprise, it was a fascist bill! And then if X number of fascist bills pass, then the, the fascists win. And every time a new bill is passed, mm-hmm. you unlock a bunch of different stuff. 
and eventually one of them is the ability to vote to kill people. Ooh. And so if you can kill the Hitler, then the game immediately ends. And if not, you need to pray that you're killing off the secret fascists. So unlike Among Us, Secret Hitler has no rule saying you can't talk during the game. And so my favorite thing to do in that game is regardless of what my role is, to pretend to be a fascist. <laughs> and if you play this with strangers, it's the best. Because every person's like, guys, one is clearly talking about like, about how he's gonna vote on a fascist bill and how he can't wait for to, to kill someone. And there's also someone who's like, at the end of the game, when you flip open your cards to show like where your allegiance was, and they're like, you wait, you weren't a fascist? And I'm just like, nah, but it's more fun this way, isn't it? Because once one person in the circle is blatantly lying, that you never know who else in the circle is blatantly lying. See, those kinds of games are fun, because those let you mess with people. But yeah, no, fighting games are... <laughs> Not, ba not back to fighting games. I am sighing in resignation that I understand they are not great fighting. <laughs> they are not great party games. I mean, but would that stop you from pushing the agenda? Hell no. <laughs> I have a Raya open house every year, and I think it was two years ago for Raya, we had Mortal Kombat. See, Mortal Kombat is actually a great party game mm -hmm. because it's so freaking flashy. So everyone who doesn't play fighting games wants to watch, be like, Oh my god, that guy, that guy, you know, he, he speared a guy through the head. Oh, it's so gory. And, and then everyone's going to quote fatality. Yeah, and then that's the reason why Mortal Kombat 11 is a boring game, because it's all flash and kind of like subpar as an actual fighting game. But you can watch the movie and see what happens. In theaters now. <laughs> Or um, maybe later, or, no, maybe it's, it's, or maybe it's done, who knows. Who Depends knows? on when your cinema stops airing it. When Screening. your cinema starts airing it, and when this podcast goes up. But yeah, no, Mortal Kombat is... It's more fun to watch that game than it is to play it. It's a decent fighting game. But the thing is, if you try to put any amount of serious effort into it, mm -hmm. like you want to get good, the first thing you will learn is that you hate the fatal blows in that game. <laughs> Fatal blows are like, they're supposed to be a comeback mechanic. So mm -hmm. when you're like, I think at 30% health, you can do a fatal blow and it does a huge chunk of damage. And it's this super long, super elaborate, like gory animation. It's like, I think one of the characters, like they stab you up and down the body and then they kick you and then they smash your head and then they take out a gun and shoot you. And then they, that's what a fatal blow is. It is so boring and after your third one in a row. Speedrunner's nightmare. Yeah. And the worst part is, is that you can use it like it becomes a valid strategy on how to win because of how much damage they do. Mm -hmm. So it's I win the first round because I'm better than you. And then on the second round, I let you get me to 30% health. And because I'm better than you, I can immediately like, I can decide I'm not going to take any more damage now. Block, 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 fatal blow, win. And then you finish it off as a fatality as well. And that's gonna take another hour. <laughs> so yeah, no, Mortal Kombat by far is like the best party fighting game after Smash Brothers. To watch. Just because everyone else in the party is gonna have fun watching. Smash Brothers, at least you can have like, okay, yeah, six of you come in here and play Smash Brothers together. But Mortal Kombat is gonna be a bunch of dude bros around the couch while two of them play. And we're like, oh. <laughs> the sporting match? Yeah, pretty much. 
FIFA is a terrible party game, by the way. If, if I catch any of you in the comments telling me that FIFA is your party game of choice, get that shit out of here. FIFA is the most boring game I've ever had the displeasure of watching. But hey, you get really good GIS off the bucks. It's a freaking gacha game. <laughs> it's a gacha game that you've tricked into making other people at a party watch. I mean... I mean... When I was in the UK, my flatmates would call me into their room to watch them play FIFA and it was, it was the most miserable experience. Be, me being me, I would bring my Switch with me and just be playing Blaze Blue while they <laughs> I mean, as someone who actually occasionally does watch football that's soccer to you, I kind of get it and kind of don't get it. Okay, FIFA has the same problem Tekken has, where it's so obsessed with looking real that nothing looks cool. Uh, so you'd rather watch Tsubasa then? Dude, okay, when when we reviewed Captain Tsubasa, I unironically said it was better than FIFA. I stand by that now. <laughs> At no point does Lionel Messi do Bandit Bringer and, and knock a footballer from halfway across the field. I want Kusuge football, is what I'm saying. <laughs> God, wow, no, I didn't, I didn't realize I hated so many party games. I expected to, to say a nice thing about at least one more of them, <laughs> aside from Secret Hitler. Say something nice about Final Fantasy fourteen raiding parties. Game's good, but you all need your own help. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but that's the thing, right? Land parties are different. Land parties, you're there for a dedicated purpose. That's like calling a prayer circle a party. Party, specifically, is... You're not there for any particular reason, you're just there to spend time together and now you have to decide what to do because you realize that you're not actually as close as you thought you were. That's why you have to bust out the party games. And if you don't bust them out quickly enough, fucking Debbie's gonna bust out the Uno cards. Munchkin is terrible. Munchkin is how you secretly want to tell someone that you don't want to be friends with them anymore. Munchkin is... Munchkin's like this RPG card game and so it's like you're supposed to work together Mm-hmm. to get treasure but the other players are also in charge of putting down the monsters so it always ends in extortion is what I've learned Munchkin always ends in extortion <laughs> they'll be like give me all the treasure from this encounter or else I will put down a high level monster I see I see it really sounds kind of fun the torture again it's fun like the first two times and then like it devolves into hostility I don't think you're allowed to extort people like that. And then I'm like, fine. And that kind of stuff. Because by right, you're only supposed to be bargaining like four friends. So like, you're supposed to bargain. I will help you with this monster if you give me half the treasure. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's more fun if you bargain the other way. Being like, I have fucking Tiamat and I'm going to play it now. Unless you give me all the treasure from this encounter. God. So yeah, that's Munchkin is how you secretly tell your friends you no longer want to be friends with them. What are the other party games out there? Monopoly doesn't count as a party game, does it? <laughs> I mean, if it's a shitty party, I guess. Already, you already made your case about Mario Party. Let me see. Like seriously, my idea of parties is really just MMORPG rating. See, that those, is my party. If you are having a dedicated like game party session, then that's that's completely different. It's the same with me. My idea of a party is you come over with your arcade stick and we play some fucking guilty gear. But again, a prayer circle is not a party. 
neither are these. So the too long didn't listen is basically party games are terrible. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> pick, a, pick a game that you already like and just tell your friends ahead of time. Hey, you're coming over to play this game. If Debbie brings the Uno cards, then you know we're gonna break up with her via Munchkin. <laughs> What's your favorite party game, listener? Let, let us know. We wanna know. In fact, if this episode hits 2,000 plays, fine. I'll try out one of your shitty party games, assuming that the shipping isn't like $300 or something. Or you know, if it's available on board game online. Or tabletop sim. Yeah. Oh my god, I just thought of the worst party game. Like, this isn't a party game, but can you imagine if someone tried to market it as a freaking party game? It's like Warhammer 40k, that's... Oh god. Those games take a long time. Imagine a bunch of nerds are like squaring up the table. Uh, your space marine is uh, it's half an inch outside of the wall. Therefore, your entire unit takes no cover saves. Oh, I miss Warhammer. Guys, I'm going crazy in here. <laughs> Get fucking vaccinated as soon as you can. So I can go back and have a normal outgoing life. Hooray. So I won't have to come on this podcast and shit talk Uno for the... <laughs> that's, my, that's my gambit here. If you all don't do your best... Keep each other safe from the Backstreet Boys reunion tour. I'm gonna keep shit talking Uno. In fact, I'm gonna look up the most popular games and shit talk a different one each podcast. How is that, listener? Hooray! Yeah, I have, I have been one. And I have been Kit. This has been the Brave Room. 